This is Soul Starter, the podcast with your hosts, Jessica and Lexi. We're two mamas on a mission to make entrepreneurship more accessible through soul-driven exploration. If you're ready to start a transformative journey rooted in self-care, intention, and growth, then this is the podcast for you. Join us and our guests each week as we explore the parallels between business, motherhood, and mindful living. Your intuition guided you here. Now let's get started. Hello, beautiful souls. Jessica here with my lovely co-host, Lexi. We are diving into a topic that I think needs to be talked about today regarding all of the work that we're doing independently, um, diving into our self-discovery through different modalities, whether it's personality tests or working with people individually, um, and what the common theme that we keep hearing from some of the experts that we're interviewing on the podcast and our conversations. Let's do it. Okay, let's dive in. (laughs) So the topic really is surrounding, are we getting our source of who we are as individuals by the conditioning of our lives and our childhood and just throughout our experiences and environments that we are surrounding ourselves in throughout our life? And is that the answers that we're getting from some of these personality tests? Or is it truly who we are as individuals at birth? Yes. I would say there's probably like a pie chart we're looking at here. (laughs) Probably. It's really not an either or. It really is a spectrum. I think it is we are born who we are born to be. We are meant to be who we are meant to be. However, we go through conditioning through childhood and life in general, relationships we create, people we're surrounded by. I mean, so many things condition us that take us away from who we're innately supposed to be. So yes, like we are born to be the person we are meant to be, which all these personality tests that we've been exploring in the last handful of episodes, they kind of tell us who that is, but to an extent we have been conditioned to come away from who we're supposed to be. Yes, 100%. And I I love that we're in alignment with that and we believe that too. And we were just talking about this and we're like, we need to hit record because this is a really important topic to talk about because I think there's so much pressure being put on parents and generations upon generations that we are subjective only to the conditioning that is put on us. And I might make a few people upset saying this, but this is just what I believe is oftentimes I feel like we put so much pressure and so much focus only on that piece instead of who were we actually created to be at birth and getting to know that person deeper and getting to know the the strengths, the weaknesses, the insecurities, the abilities to expand in different ways and you know, all of the people who we talk to, human design experts, Enneagram experts, astrology, all of it really points back to really focusing on who you are at birth. And of course, like you mentioned, there's, we are going to be subjective to conditioning based off of our experiences, our upbringings, the traumas that we've had experienced. But if we can shift our focus, not on those pieces as much as shift our focus and go back to just who we are at our core. Yeah. I think 
focusing a little bit on that trauma and conditioning though and like recognizing why that has taken you away from who you are meant to be is a really powerful tool a powerful experience there's lots of different ways to do it too there's hypnotherapy there's talk therapy there's just like reading and discovering on your own time i mean i'm sure i'm forgetting so many meditation meditation like there's there are so many ways to discover more about yourself um but you're you're obviously not going to get back to that core person without taking those paths Mm -hmm. and there are all these different tests that kind of tell you who you are like there's astrology and it's your sun moon and rising sign There's your Enneagram number with your wing number. There's your human design chart. Like there's all these different personality tests that say like who you are meant to be. And without upsetting anybody, without taking away the importance of your profession, like if you're a human design analyst, I don't want to take away from that because what you're doing is powerful. If you're an Enneagram analyst, like reader I don't know whatever (laughs) if that's your thing like you have your own path that you are helping people Uh, but essentially like I like astrology a lot and some people would say that's woo woo that's that has like no no substance to Mm -hmm. it but I find knowing my sun moon and rising sign that all of these other tests that I'm doing are telling me the same thing Yes, absolutely. I mean, I think I relate up to this point mostly with human design and the Enneagram, but that's just based off of my personal experience and knowledge. Mm -hmm. But as I am learning more about astrology and your sun, uh, moon, and rising, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many similarities between the results that I'm getting on certain tests and comparing them across the board, they're all pretty much telling me the same thing. They're telling you who you're meant to be at birth. They're telling you your personality. Like if you have kids and you're listening in, if you have multiple kids, you can tell from the very beginning how different they're born different, right? Yes. And they're they're even when they're babies or toddlers, there's hardly any conditioning that's going on at that point to change who they are. You can be in the same environment, a brother and a sister, and be totally different people because you were meant to be different people. Yes, I think we need to honor and respect that too. And I like how you said that it is important to address any particular traumas or experiences um, of the conditioning of when it might have happened or when it did happen. But I I really look at it as like a two-step process. Right? Like that is healing maybe the wound, but is it actually sealing it up completely and allowing you to thrive? Mm. So I like that you said that because it's like we really need to have that two step process of working in whatever modality we feel is best to address that conditioning piece or some of those traumas because it is important to address but also not forgetting to go another layer deep Mm -hmm. to say, now, who actually am I designed to be? Why am I here on this earth? Who am I meant to serve? And that is really getting down to the core beyond just the healing of the conditioning or the trauma at at play. Absolutely. And with all these different personality tests, like we, we want to cover all of them. We're going to, we're going to have episode after episode. I mean, I'm going to do one on your feng shui elements. Like there are so many different ways to find the path back to who you are, right? And take the path that works for you and don't shame anybody else for taking a different path. 
don't say like, oh, that's woo woo and like, you know, totally irrelevant because that person might look at you and be like, well, why are you taking this path? That makes no sense. But honestly, after all of these interviews and the more research that we do, we feel like they're all tools meant for your own personality. Take the tool you want and follow that path mm-hmm. and just take like take the blinders off and just enjoy the scenery and take the path meant to your like home place right without judgment without judgment without without feeling like you need to put yourself in a box because of maybe your belief system like be open-minded to continuing to listen to each episode and be open-minded as you learn about different modalities or personality tests or way of learning about yourself because that open-mindedness will allow you to maybe learn something new and yeah. instead if you come to the table already with the predisposed judgment of that's weird or mm-hmm. that that's not based in research or that's not based in science. Uh, because when we come with these predisposed judgments, we then are not open to actually absorb anything new. And so I think you know, as you and I are experiencing this podcast firsthand and continuing to do work in other ways, even you and I will have different preferences of what feels more in alignment to our soul or our body. Um, And I know that I can speak from experience that I've tried a lot of different modalities. And for me, what's currently working is hypnotherapy and meditation. That seems to be the best thing, learning more about human design on a deeper level. But for you, Lexi, I'm curious, like, what do you feel like is working for you right now? I know you said you relate mostly to the astrology side Mm -hmm. of things. Just in terms of like who I am, and it's interesting now. I mean, you see those memes out there where it's like uh, the girl starts dating the guy, and she's immediately asking like, "What are your signs?" You know, <laughs> right? But it's actually like, just ask, "What's your human design?" or like, "What's your enneagram number?" Because it's going to give you a sense of like who that person is, what triggers them, when they show up in alignment, and how they show up when they're out of alignment. And yeah, there is just like the self-discovery path of understanding why you show up that way. And once you have that awareness, like it's so beautiful to be able to recognize that in other people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, there's even like the love languages, right? Mm-hmm. Like the love language that you use in your relationship and so discovering helpful. like why my partner really likes one thing and I really like the other. And then recognizing that, oh, I actually have to show up for them in the way they want not the way I think love is shown, you know? But for me, like, I, I've i done a dive into astrology in the last handful of years, and I am a very intuitive person. Like, I lead with intuition. I lead with feel. I lead with energy. I'm very sensitive to it, which other people are not, and that's totally fine. So mine has been more on the, what some people would label like a woo-woo side, but it's led me to the same place. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that it it allows us to recognize that they're all beautiful paths, that there is no one right path. And that's what we really wanted to share on this podcast today, that wherever you decide to go um, and whichever path you choose, like we are honoring you that you're just on the path. Mm -hmm. We are proud of you for being on the path Mm -hmm. because there is a difference of people on the path and off the path. And you can see the differences in their ability to be open to learning new things. And it's just really nice to, to learn about different paths that I maybe would have never explored independently on my own. 
And we're just excited to continue to do here that on this podcast and to dive into different ways to show you who you are, the uniqueness that you bring um, to the world, because we feel like that should be honored. Absolutely. Yeah. And whatever methodology that you take in order to come back to that yeah, core being that you are here to be, we honor that too. Like I, I did talk therapy for a while and it, I found it really helpful. I also did hypnosis and that was very transformative and we have an episode on hypnosis, but I, I don't disregard any other methodology into getting home. Right. Mm -hmm. And I do think that like the conditioning is, it's like life is this winding path. Like we're born at the center and we start to do these like spirals and these movements all around, maybe some zigzagging and, you know, on the way we're being conditioned to think other things. But then as we start to find this, like these self-discovery tools and discover who we innately are supposed to be, it's like this circular path starts spiraling back to the center of like where you are intended to be and That's so show up for other people. There is like, um, there's imagery on it all. I actually have it in my office, but I'm forgetting the name. Um, it's like a man who takes a winding path, but I'll, I'll find it and, and link it or share it on social. But I do think it's um, like a great way to just recognize that you're not meant to go in a straight line. Yeah. And I, you know, just to reiterate is the one, once you do that for yourself, you can then do it for others. So mm-hmm. you can see and have more grace for yourself as an individual, as a mom, as a parent, as a business owner, you start to show up for yourself differently when you get to know yourself differently. But then as you do that, it then leads into showing up for others differently and seeing other people in a different light because you're getting to know that, wow, there's all of these different you know, types, if you will. And so you can then show up for others differently in that space as well and honor them for their uniqueness, their individuality, their creativity, their strengths, but you also see them for their maybe weaknesses in your mind or what if their weaknesses, right? But it's it's kind of a beautiful transformation to to lean in, to just start somewhere, to start the journey. And then as you start the journey, It's okay to change paths. It's okay to dabble in multiple paths until you find which path or which modality, whether it's talk therapy, hypnotherapy, meditations, energy work like Reiki, or whatever it might be, whatever feels most in alignment to you, just keep tuning into that and listening to that and shut out all of the noise (laughs) of what other people feel like you should be doing um, or what you see on social media Because I think that if we start to trust ourselves more and follow the intuitive response of leaning into what feels in alignment to us to heal the trauma, to heal the conditioning, but also to get to know ourselves deeper, then we'll get there faster. Yeah, and imagine a collective of people who have done the work and are giving each other grace and are showing up, you know, as themselves and who they're meant to be, but honoring how other people are meant to be different. Imagine that. That'd be beautiful. It would. It really would. It's funny you even went there because I was literally thinking like globally, what if yes. everyone did that? What if everyone just showed up with more grace for themselves and others? And I'm not perfect by this by any means. I am always a work in progress. Everybody is. We should all be a work in progress, yeah. but it definitely has helped um, me show up in relationships differently. 
And this is what got us kind of fired up at first. We were just like chatting and we we're like, we have to hit record because um, just to wrap it up around the idea of being mothers and parents and that your kids are born to be who they are born to be. And understanding who that person is and then honoring them as children let go a little bit of the fear that you're going to condition them the way your parents did or i mean no matter what there's going to be stuff there's going to be like society that's imprinting on our children it's just how it is but if you can give them like this home base understanding who they are and um, like fostering an environment so that they can express themselves as they're meant to be like that's the most beautiful gift you can give your children and I think it also does come into play where you have to let go a little bit about your own like expectations and what society is telling you to be as a mother and just honor who you are innately and give them the space to do the same and it will be a beautiful process yes Yes, I really couldn't say it better myself. I mean, I think that honoring who they are, because, I mean, my children are very different. They have been raised in the same home with the two pe- same two people. Of course, our environments have shifted a little. Dynamics have shifted a level, but we have raised them the same, mm-hmm. you know, and they're two totally different beings. So I think that you there's a lot of emphasis put on, you know, putting healing, like, or putting that band or focusing all of the don't create trauma, don't condition them, don't do this, that, and the other. And it's like, well, what about the do's? Like, what can we do? What we can do is really just lean into, like, getting to know them at who they are, why were they created to be here. And if we can continue to help them trust themselves, learn uh, that process themselves, that is such a beautiful gift to be able to give your children, but also the biggest grace that you can give to yourself to know that, like, wow, I don't have to focus all my time and energy about not trying to screw up my child, if you will, but instead focus all of my energy and tension on saying, I want to know you deeply and I want to know all the things about you and why you were designed to be here on this earth um, and what you're meant out to live. And if we just, you know, have all of our attention and energy and love towards that versus the fear of, you know, screwing up our children, quote, I'm putting in air quotes. (laughs) I just think that that would be a really, really powerful way to do it and less band-aids later. Yeah. I mean, no matter what, we're going to make mistakes. It's just how it's, how it's going to be. They were born to learn their own life lessons as well. And as parents, we might be a part of that, but I think just letting go a little bit of like what society is telling you to do. I mean, Instagram has been great as a parent because I've learned so much from other parents, but at the same time, it's a little overwhelming. There are a lot of accounts out there that are like, if your child is having a temper tantrum, here's what not to do. Like, and you think back, oh my gosh, I did that yesterday. Like I'm screwing them up, Mm -hmm. but we're human beings. Like Instead, come back to, okay, my child had a temper tantrum yesterday and recognize why did I react that way to them? Like, what was that? Where was that coming from innately inside of me? And how can I recognize that and take that forward with me so that next time they have a temper tantrum, I understand why my being responded that way 
And I can respond a little bit differently, but gosh, give yourself grace. I know. There's so grace. I love that you brought up Instagram because it is seriously like my kryptonite. Like I love it, but I also have this love-hate relationship with it too because you'll see, come across accounts or you'll see things like, if you react this way in life and you are like this, it's because your parents did this to you as a child. And like, although that can be insightful, especially if you're just starting your journey, it can also bring up a lot of angerness potentially towards your parents. Like, why did they do that to me? Right. But it can also bring up like the fear of like, oh my gosh, I can't do that to my child. Cause in 20 years from now, they're going to find some you know, carousel post on Instagram that told them that that's why and that's why they have traumas because their parent did X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, if we can just block out some of that noise and follow more of the accounts and, you know, lean into more of like who we are created to be and really getting to know ourselves better, regulating our own emotions, regulating our own selves, healing our own wounds, like that will help serve generations to come. And I know we wanted to keep this short and sweet, but we are so passionate about this. I know. We well, just a couple more minutes. I feel like <laughs> just give me two more minutes. <laughs> Absolutely, Lexi. You can go on for five if you want. Uh, no, I I totally agree with what you're saying. I think there's there's like a degree to which these things are helpful. Like if I'm thinking of personal experience, my mom, she she was this beautiful person. Everybody loved her light of the room, right? But she had this insecurity where behind closed doors, like she would talk bad about her body mm. and she would do it in front of me. Mm. And when I finally realized, and I don't remember what point it was, like if it was talk therapy or whatever the situation was where I was like light bulb moment, oh my gosh, this is why I have body insecurity. There's an example of like a societal or a conditioning um, pra- like event where it did actually impact. So there are little nuggets that you can take. Like that's a very easy one. I might still feel insecure about my body, but I'm never fucking going to say it in front of my daughter. I will never do that. And just that little nugget, that one light bulb moment has changed hopefully to an extent, the way my daughter will feel confident in her own skin. Yeah. So I do think there are like little nuggets you can take along the way, but don't let yourself get bogged down with how much information there is. I mean, it's information overload every day. The minute you wake up, especially if you pull your phone out and you're like laying in bed and the first thing you do is start scrolling, yeah. like, gosh, don't do that, guys. But I I do think there are little nuggets and little pieces along the way, but everything everything is going to hit differently for each person. Mm -hmm. And so take the information that resonates with you and just allow yourself to mess up, but then learn why you did. And tomorrow's a new day. Absolutely. It's all about self-reflection and diving deeper and yeah, we're just, we're, we're, we're grateful that you're here and we're grateful to share all of these thoughts with you too. And I think we're just going to leave it on what Lexi said, because I think that was a beautiful ending. Oh, thanks. Yes. Enjoy your journey on your own individual path, my friends. And yeah, if you have any comments, suggestions, quizzes that you want us to cover. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah. If you do have any 
topics that you really are interested in that you want us to cover with an expert, please just DM us on at soulstarterco on Instagram and just let us know what that might be because we are always on the prowl for new experts to bring on and we want to make sure that we're bringing them on uh, and sharing things that you also want to learn about and dive deeper in. Yeah, there's no wrong, right, or in between. It's just like, let's just talk about all of it. If it makes you a better person, then here we are. Let's do it. See you next time, beautiful souls. Bye. Thank you for tuning in today. You can find more information about today's episode in the show notes at soul-starter.com forward slash podcast. We also love to connect with you on Instagram at soulstarterco, all one word. And please don't forget to leave a review and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. You can also watch the video recordings on our YouTube channel at Soul Starter Co. See you in the next episode.